Hi, friends. I'm Chandra Sanchez. And I'm Misha Lazera. And you're listening to Bandwives. Good afternoon, Chandra. How are you? How are you? I am well. It's sunny. I want to talk about this sweater that you have on right now. I didn't even (laughs) see it when we first logged in. It is the cutest thing I've ever seen. It's Mm -hmm. like a black stripe with like a furry white stripe in the middle between. I don't know. You can call it what it is. It's zebra. It's a zebra? (laughs) it's a zebra print and it's so soft and I'm definitely channeling my grandmother who would do like the you know you kind of these like little half zip sweaters you know Mm -hmm. with the animal print she had every every animal in the world it looks adorable you looks very cozy it's cold here today you know unseasonably but you have a beautiful green sweater on green is my favorite it's my favorite color I'm kind of channeling my grandmother because this was her favorite like shade of green. It's a rental from Newly, which uh, is a company that we want to sponsor us immediately. <laughs> come, come sponsor us, please. I can't wait for my Newly package. It's going to be here today or tomorrow. I've got great things coming. It's the, this is like prime Newly time when you can just get the big aggressive sweaters and all the things. Really, the last month of it, right? Like we're shifting seasons, my friend. Mm-hmm. I know. I know, couldn't tell here either. I went full sweater this time. I think I got like three or four. <laughs> got some pants and a dress. Um, this isn't an ad, but it could be. It could be. It could be an ad. And I want it to be. This one I will just fully call out. I would like this one to be an ad. Um, we are in the middle of a nor'easter here in New York today. I swear, just when we thought we weren't getting snow, it's like every other week. We have the possibility of snow and they get a lot of state, but we have like, you know, smattering currently. Okay. But it's really okay. beautiful. It- is it currently snowing? Yeah, it's been on and off all morning. I was hoping it was enough to accumulate, but it does not seem to be the case for us today. Uh, did you watch the Oscars? <laughs> Do you want to keep talking about the weather, though? <laughs> <laughs> People love to hear about it, I'm sure. I know. Um, I don't, I did not. I don't care. I love that Sorry. about you. I don't, no, I don't I know. This. I like good movies, though. I love good movies. But as far as, like, the awards... I come and go. Sometimes, if it's like something that is on, I'll be intrigued by the outfits mostly. Fair, fair. So I usually don't watch them. Um, somebody had posted something on Instagram today along the lines of like art not being something that you can kind of like pit against other art, and there's not like a winner or somebody who arts better than other people, <laughs> uh, which I totally agree with. However, I am, as you may or may not know, but you probably do know, I'm deeply obsessed with Brendan Fraser. This was his year. <laughs> I have right he won yeah, he won um the show was so much fun this year I haven't watched in a long time but it was really fun I thought it was like a cool year to be a little bit off center yeah um, yeah I loved everything everywhere all at once blew me away I just think it's like this idea of 
portraying a relationship, mother-daughter relationship, you know, like kind of like struggling, you know, immigrant being for, you know, like doing this work and being, you know, like disrespected and having to go through this like whole tax thing and all this stuff. And then it turns into this crazy metaverse and she's living all these other lives that she may have lived. And just like to see it done so creatively with such like an overarching conceit or metaphor. Yeah. Just blew my mind. Yeah, it was beautiful. Uh, I mean, it was shot so well. The characters were incredible. I thought it was just so much fun. It was fun, but it was also heavy and emotional. And, we, you know, I laughed and cried alternating probably 14 times throughout the, the film. And also, I think it's amazing that it was written by two gentlemen. Oh, oh, I saw. I saw the two gentlemen in the pictures for the win. I didn't realize yeah. they were the writers. They that call them the Daniels. Those, that's their name because <laughs> they're both Daniel. I think they're just energy in general because I didn't know anything about them going into it. And the way that their cast and crew really genuinely seem to love and adore them. Um, you know, it was a risky movie, right? Like mm -hmm. for someone to even take a risk on something like that to start with and, and like fund a film like that. I feel like it speaks a lot about who they are, who they must be. I know them very well after watching the three hour. <laughs> That's amazing. I'm inspired. I didn't know. I don't know much about it except for that. It's incredible an incredible movie. And I love Michelle Yeoh. Yep. And I think that the idea of two men writing this like queer daughter and mother relationship it's fascinating. I did not know that. Yeah. yeah. I love their dynamic with one another. Um, like I would watch a show about the two of them just being who they are. Yes. You know what I was thinking the first time you said that, that I was trying to remember while I was speaking last time was the way that two people or three people or a group of people like a band, right, can come together and create. Like it's not just double the energy. It's like exponential, like this kind of exponential good momentum and energy and change in the world or like this art is so fun and it's in a small way like a marriage right or like mm -hmm. a any kind of business or partnership where it's like when two people really click the kind of change they can make yeah and to see that be rewarded monetarily at yes. <laughs> the box office because then yeah. you know people don't understand i think how much that opens up the possibility to make other weird avant-garde yeah. strange shit you know, like they spent $25 million to make that movie and it made $100 million, which doesn't happen in 2023. So I think it, it really speaks too to like what humans want and who we are and what we're feeling right now. And like, I, I just, I love the idea of just being able to do what you want to do and, and take a risk on something risky and it actually pay off. So true. And the sort of true feeling, the so true story, like what you really feel and what you really want to bring forth, even if people say it's crazy or it doesn't make sense or it's weird or you just yeah. kind of see it through. You take what feedback you can. You work with, you know, the, I mean, how many people make a movie, right? Hundreds. So it's like you work with all these people corralling these ideas, you know, into the world. And then once they're out there, you just never know until it happens. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, what else are you juggling this week? Um, gosh, I wish I had something good. Something good. I'm, I got some asparagus, like <laughs> pods that I'm going to put in my ground, in the ground. Right? I'm going to put this asparagus in the ground. And they tell me 
spears just grow up the spears just like come out of the ground and you cut them and then more spears just come out of the ground i mean i know asparagus is a plant that comes from the garden but thinking about it growing and like i don't know it's a little bit of an alien plant is it one spear per pod like do you have to plant a lot or is it like one pod will produce 20 spears i think it's like in the in north carolina it is perennial and i think it's prolific uh, one of my friends said it was just overtaking her garden i don't even understand what it means <laughs> how is that even a thing i need to do some research but i want asparagus to be overtaking my garden i'm an asparagus lover me too yeah I'm also offended if it is prolific and it grows like crazy that it's like $75 at the grocery store. Like, what the hell? What's happening? I need to find out. I need to know. And so I've got the, I don't know if they're pods or just seeds. I, I'm going to put them in the ground. I'm going to see what happens and hope for the best. Well, that's the best news that I've had all day. <laughs> okay. Oh, I'm so glad <laughs> I could come up with something besides grading. I, other than that, just life. I got to go bring the kid to the orthodontist after this. You know, that's life stuff. Yep. I love life stuff. We currently have a f very full house. My cousin is here. Um, so she's staying. And then our friends who moved upstate are here again because the snowstorm is happening and they needed to get to work. So we've got like every room a buddy. And I'll be honest with you, I love it so much. I'm all for commune living. Let's, you know, I'm in. When you're it's ready like being in college or something, you know, especially when you're with people like, you know, you and I, the way that we work together, where you can just exist peacefully and not feel like you have to talk for a few hours, get some work done and then just like check in. Hey, friend. Hey, buddy. Want to have lunch? I don't know. Maybe not. Yeah. Communal dining. Mm hmm. Play with your kids. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been really nice. I'm sad when they leave. I'll be very sad when she leaves this weekend. But then we actually have more people coming. We've got our Claudio's Guitar Techs coming to stay for a couple days. They're working on some special projects. Uh, Ernie, the tour manager's coming down. I'd like it's, I don't have asparagus. We have house guests, you know, and I'm with you. I love house guests. And especially when they go, especially when they come and go and you have your house back and you're like, oh, it's so nice to have my house back. And then they come back or someone else comes in and you're like, okay, I can do this for another week. And then your house gets back and you're like grateful for the quiet. It's yeah. like a great rotation. You have time to miss them and want more. <laughs> Hi, Brittany's here. Hello. Hello. Can you guys hear me? Oh, we yeah. Can. Oh, perfect. perfect. Okay. Sweet. Okay, good. How are you? We were just talking about how March tends to be a very anticlimactic month, except for asparagus and bad weather. <laughs> yes, it's raining here again in California, which is so weird. You guys have just been getting ransacked with the weather situation. Yeah, and it's like, I don't even want to go anywhere. Because like, well, going to work, there's like mudslides and everything. It's taking like an hour and a half to go nine miles. It's crazy. What part yeah. of California are you guys in? Uh, we're in Studio City right now. And I work in like, um, not Beverly Hills, but like Beverly. Yeah, like the Beverly area. So just going through the mountain to get to work is just, it's a nightmare. Because it's one way, it's like, you can't like pull over and like, oh, I'm just going to take a nap while, you know, people wait for the mudslides. It's like, you're stuck. Once you're there, you're stuck. So. It's terrifying. Crazy. I don't want to get stuck in a mudslide. 
on the other no. side of it or in it. <laughs> How's the yeah. weather there? Where are you guys? Well, I know you're in North Carolina, right? Misha? Yes, I am. Yeah. Yeah. Chandra's I'm in New York. living it up yeah. in New York with all yeah. our house guests who want to see the city. Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay. I'm going to introduce you. Okay, I cool. the email you sent was in our spam folder. Oh, I saw weird. I'd seen your um your message and then I couldn't find it. But I'm I'm all ready and prepared. I'm gonna introduce <laughs> you to the podcast and then we're gonna start answering you and answering. You're gonna start <laughs> answering some questions. You can answer them. It's fine. <laughs> no, we'll try not to. We might jump in. We get a little carried away, but we do. Yeah. Okay. All right. Brittany Whitesides is a mom wife, dietitian, and fitness instructor. She is originally from the East Coast, but is currently living in Los Angeles, California. She met her husband while on tour 13 years ago, and they have now been married for 12 years. When she is not hard at work as a dietitian or attending to mom duties, you can find her at a local coffee shop, on a walk with her family, at the park, a concert, or on her Peloton. Welcome to the show. Thank you, guys. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, we're so happy that you're here and we're happy that you took the time to come with a small child and all the things that it sounds like you have going on. What are you juggling this week? Oh, so this week, my daughter, she turns 12 tomorrow, which is insane to have a, a preteen. Um, and then my baby just turned 15 months on Sunday. So we're like planning for a party and, um, you know, all those things that come with having a birthday. Um, and then also I work full time as a sports dietitian. So working and then, um, yeah, just mom things and being a wife and like house duty. So it, it feels like a lot. <laughs> Party planning, right? Yeah. It sounds like <laughs> a lot. The birthday party week. I just had one of those and I know, I know how it goes. You got to cover all your bases there. Right. Well, at first she was like, it's okay. I don't want a birthday. And I'm like, excuse me. <laughs> who are you? <laughs> Normally she's like, I have a countdown to my birthday and is like ready to go. She has all these plans. So she, she was like, ah, but then last weekend, of course, rolls around and she's like, no, I really want a birthday party. And I want to do this and this. And I'm like, well, you realize we have like a week, right? <laughs> oh my gosh. So, throwing it together. <laughs> oh my gosh. Kids. Yeah. Yep. Gotta love them. Yeah, you have to. It's the rule. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what is something that listeners would be surprised to hear about your life? Oh, um, so this is not very interesting, but I think when I tell people this, they're like, what? That's kind of weird. I, if I could do like four different jobs or, you know, I would do as many things as I could. I think I'm just a lover of so many things that I want to do it all. Like I would still have my sports dietitian job. I would work in eating disorders still. I would be a stay-at-home mom full-time. I would uh, be a full-time fitness instructor. Uh, there's just so many things that I love and I wish I could do all of them. Um, mm -hmm. and, and, I, and I love to be busy. Like, so I think being a mom is a good thing for me because, you know, kids. <laughs> <laughs> They'll fill that time right up. Yeah, for sure. Even if you don't want to do everything, you will be doing right. everything. Yeah. I have a hard time sitting still, that's for sure. <laughs> it's the rolling stone kind of Yeah, vibe. you got to keep that momentum. I think that's so great. I really think that's interesting that you wish, you know, you could do it all. And it's it's just a testament to the fact that we can't as humans, but especially, you know, maybe especially as mothers. And you're still finding time to just kind of like, you know, keep those passions 
burning somewhere. And you do all those things. You still kind of do all of those things, right? Yeah. So the really good thing about my job now is I can like dabble in all of them, Mm -hmm. which is great. So because my job is so flexible, so I can be home when I went to be and work from home. Like I'm working in sports. I could teach on the side. I'm still a dietitian. I get a lot of eating disorder um, athletes. So it's really great, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. So how, I guess like the question is, how did you get here? Um, and can we get a little bit of background information on your journey maybe like three things that you're proud of past, present, future? Yeah, definitely. Um, so I'm actually, I'm really proud of, you know, my career and where I am right now. I started having kids super young. So I was 20 when I had my daughter. Um, and then, you know, I stayed at home with her for a while. I didn't really know what I wanted to do as far as a career. Um, and then one day I was just like, I want, I, I feel like I need to work out. Like I need to do something for myself. Um, so I found a fitness class and the first time I took it, I was like, oh my gosh, I love this. I was like obsessed. Um, and I was like, I want her job. Uh, so (laughs) I started teaching from there and then we did like a, there was this nutrition challenge that went along with it. Um, so I did that and then I was like, oh my gosh, nutrition and like dietetics, this is so interesting. And I want to, I want to teach. And I also want to help people not just with like the relationship with fitness in their body, but also with food, like as a whole. So wellness as a whole. Um, so I started going to school for dietetics when I was 26, actually. Um, and then I got my undergrad degree. I was interning. So I was working for free at UCLA, which is where I work now. And kind of the same thing that the dietitian I was working for, I was like, I want her job. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I did that. And then I graduated. I worked in eating disorders for about a year, which was so awesome. It's so rewarding, so fulfilling. I loved it. Um, And then when I saw the UCLA sports dietitian position open up, I was like, oh, you know, I'll try. Um, And I did and I got it and I'm here now. So I'm super proud of that. Um, That's amazing. I'm proud. I'm inspired. I love how you saw these women or these roles and you were like, I think I want that. I think I could do that. And you just kept, you know, kind of making your way. That's really cool. Yeah. I'm like, I want to be like her. She's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, to be able to service a community of athletes, you know, in a, in a challenging time in their lives, I'm sure is really, really valuable and cool. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Really rewarding job. I love it. Yeah. So do you work mostly with the UCLA students and sports team or is it like a broader hospital system? Yeah. So I actually work in the athletic department. So I work with uh, 11 of their teams. So like women's soccer, gymnastics, um, Mm -hmm. track and field, cross country. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's so interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Did you say what you're proud of present and future? Or is it just all conglomerated into the next job you want running the department? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, you know, in the future, I'll be proud of myself for convincing my husband to have another baby. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to throw that out there. We're going on the record, right? Manifest. All right. Manifest. Yeah. Here we go. Yes, I, I totally believe in manifesting things. So, oh, look at you. There. I mean, yeah, it's working. I love that. Baby number three coming your yeah, way. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay. All right. This one, I feel like I'm excited for your answer. You've, you're, 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 um, climbing the ladder. You've got a lot going on and we want to know what advice you have for other band wives or spouses out there, whether it's tips or tricks or psychological encouragement. 
Yeah. So definitely I would say take care of yourself. Like when your husband's gone, when they, or your spouse, your significant other, when they leave, it's like your whole world is almost flipped upside down. Right. I'm sure you guys know you just go from like being in this routine and the flow of things. And then all of a sudden, like you have to do all of it. Um, and I actually think it, it makes me appreciate my husband a lot more. I'm like, okay, you actually do a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Um, so yeah, just taking time for yourself because not only are you doing what you you were doing before, like your job or whatever it was, but then also you're doing everything that your husband was helping contribute to or, or your wife or your significant other. Um, so I think that taking those times to maybe work out or, you know, get your nails done or whatever it is, whatever you like to do, write or read things like that is so important because without doing that, you can't be like the best person or, or mom or friend or whoever that you need to be for other people. Um, and then I also feel like sometimes you build up a lot of resentment. I know that happened to me at the very beginning, like with my husband, it's like, Oh, you're out, you know, doing this thing that seems like it's like so easy and fun. And I'm here doing everything, like all the hard work. Right. Um, so really, really important to take care of yourself. However, that looks for you. Um, and then actually, can I ask you guys a question? Yes. What do you like to do for like self-care when, when your husbands leave? <laughs> Sorry, I just flipped that. I know. I'm like, we're asking the questions here. <laughs> I'm really genuinely curious. <laughs> I do a lot. I'm a indulgent. I love it. I like working from bed. I like writing on my laptop in the bed dropping my son off at school for the day and then just being like uh, full on sloth mode truly like <laughs> because it feels like a time that you can kind of find restorative mm-hmm. moments you know not having to like talk to somebody all the time or they have to but like feeling right. the need <laughs> to fill the space or or like consult somebody about like what they want for dinner or what to watch i think like the autonomy feels very luxurious and for me very like healing mm-hmm. But also taking a walk or like doing something physical, baths. Oh, an hour and a half. Yeah. Oh, I need a good bathtub, you guys. Oh yeah, it's like I read a. I'll read like a full novel. I'll be like, what? It's four hours of bathtub. <laughs> Water's cold. No, but I, I will do that. like yeah. I'll do like the facial, you know, or the acupuncture. Definitely walking, having the house cleaned. Oh, because I agree, it can be easy to be resentful. Or really risk getting burned out. Um, my nerves will get real freight. You know, like you feel like the, like there's electricity at the end of your nerves. And so I do think it's really important to figure out, you know, you know, whatever it is that you can do to bring you back down yeah. to base level. What yeah, are, yeah. What are your things? Like, what are your specific things that you... Um, I love, I love, so this is so nerdy, but I'm like obsessed with my Peloton bike. <laughs> I'm intrigued. I want, I've never been on one. Oh my gosh. Come over. Get on it. (laughs) It's so fun. They just have so many different classes and all of their instructors are so, they're not just great at teaching. They're so inspiring. And like, I don't know, they're amazing. So I love doing that. I love going for walks, uh, with my kids or, or sometimes even by myself. Um, even just sitting in bed at night when every, when the kids are asleep, it's just like, whoa, quiet I'm by myself like whether it's like reading or just like watching a a mindless tv show you just turn your brain off um yeah 
I'm getting my nails done too. I like having my nails done. <laughs> so the simple things, you know? Yeah. I was saying to my cousin last night, actually, I didn't realize like having, when I had a child that you, you know, you, you're never alone. You're just <laughs> not like, mm -hmm. and someone's talking most of the time, <laughs> which is great. Uh, but yeah, so those, those moments are really important to take. Um, all right. I'm all right no more questions no, <laughs> we covered sorry all. about that <laughs> ask away um I was gonna say I think another just kind of piece of advice I would say is like pick up the phone or you know your zoom or facetime or something and actually talk to them because texting yeah is great you can stay in contact as much as you want that's awesome but there have been so many times where like my husband and I like we take things the wrong way when we're texting it's like oh, you, you know, you think that they're mad about something or you think that they're upset or, or you, you don't think they're taking you seriously enough or something, you know what I mean? Um, so you actually have to actually get on the phone or on a FaceTime call or a Zoom. And it's just so much more personable that way too, rather than texting. Texting it can be a nightmare when you're on tour. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Yep. Especially if there's like a lapse in time when someone's writing back. And you're like, oh, <laughs> like 47 paragraph freak out. And then it's like, they're not even awake yet. Right. <laughs> I'm like a chronic texter. I like to go, I like to be like conversational about it. Hello. Next text. <laughs> how was your sleep? Next text. So he wakes up to like 75 messages. Yeah. Um, that's exactly how we are too. <laughs> but yeah, like if there's like a pause, it's like, what happened? Are you okay? Oh my gosh. Did you get in a car accident? It's like, no. Or like, where did you go? What did you do? You said you were going out, but like, you know. Yeah. You'll just te start texting question marks. Like, right. What's <laughs> happening? <laughs> and then so many emotions come along with that. So yes, pick up the phone. Yeah. I'm For bad sure. at that. I'll admit. Uh, <laughs> my phone's ringing and I'm like, oh no. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Sometimes I'm offended that someone is trying to call me. I'm like, how dare you just tr just call without even texting first to tell me you're going to try. <laughs> well, you, okay. I will admit, other than that, I hate talking on the phone. I will not, like, my sisters call me and I'm literally like, I text them back. I'm like, you know, I'm not answering, right? <laughs> <laughs> I will not answer this. <laughs> yeah, like it's Dan or no one. I'm sorry. Yeah, right. Text you for 45 minutes though. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly but that's a good that's the reason that you have to pencil it in right because otherwise it's like one of those things you kind of look at as a chore in some ways uh, you know to like get on the phone and talk and communicate and find the time make sure the kids are napping or not screaming whatever um so right. it's good to like make that a priority if that's something that you really want if that's how you're you're connecting and you need that So something that we talk about a lot with our guests is like kind of figuring out what your communication style is and like what you need. And that will lead us into our next question, um, which is what do you know to be true about yourself, the world and the universe? Um, this is something that I have had to work on and still work on and I'm not very good at, but learning how to control 
um, react, like your reaction to something. So it's hard to control like what's going on in the world, right? Or the people around you or what they're doing or, you know, even what your husband's doing, but, and, and it's even hard to control your emotions, but how you control your reaction, like you can control your reaction to that. Um, and I think I've noticed it more now that raising like an almost preteen, which is so crazy, like telling her that because, you know, she hormones. So the way that she reacts to things, I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. like take a second and think about it first. Right. Like did that, you need that big response? Um, so yeah, just realizing that like, maybe you can't control what goes on around you or the things that other people do, or like your emotion to that, but you can control how you react. And that when you control your reaction, like you're putting something different out into the world, into the universe and to other people. And I'm a huge believer in like what you put off and what you give out is what you receive. Right. So negativity or anger or frustration, like that's what you're going to get back. I agree a hundred percent. Like, yes. And, and being able to categorize like little reactions to little issues and medium reactions to medium issues. It's something that yes. you have to learn when you're young, because I know a lot of adults who don't know how to like manage huge disappointments to small things, you know? Mm -hmm. it's like... Yeah. You can't trust those emotions. <laughs> I've been <laughs> right? saying it in Minnesota for years. No, it's like <laughs> your emotions can be based on flight or fight, right? They can be based mm -hmm. on some hormone, some hormonal thing, some other fear you've experienced in the past. And so, like you said, I really like that you said that you can't always even control those. It's not maybe even worth trying, but however you channel them is your choice. And I think that's a wise lesson to learn. Yeah. And it's definitely not easy. Like I said, like I still work on that too. Like sometimes I'll react to something and I'm like, shoot, like, <laughs> Should have taken a second that really that wasn't a big deal. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And that's such a human thing to do. It's like, yeah. it's recognizing it. That's why parenting, you know, I, I don't know what it's like to have a 12 year old. Misha is, is coming in, coming through the teen. Coming through the other side. Yeah. <laughs> other side. Yay. <laughs> but you know, sometimes it's like the, the hormones just are in control and like, they're just so overwhelmed with like big feelings. Mm -hmm. And as a parent, being able to like pull your own energy down a little bit and level it out and just be the voice of reason is hard. It's hard with an eight year old. My son's eight. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like I am part of the problem because my reaction is like, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I feel like to a, to a certain point, at least they kind of mirror what they see. Right. Yeah, that's a hard truth. It's a hard For pill sure. to swallow. Yeah, it, is. <laughs> it is. And, you know, everything is the end of the world. It's all so relative. It's like, God, well, I have all this, these bigger issues, but it's not really the case because the kids' work is play and learning and discovery. Mm -hmm. And when that is threatened, it's equally important. It's catastrophic. Yeah, <sighs> I love that. I love that. Yeah. And I love what you said about it being personal and universal. It's like not only what you give, you get back, but also you have the ability to like kind of affect the change in the world and your universe, either the universe around you or the broader. And I think that's like kind of morally lovely. <laughs> it's important <laughs> to like tie it to, you know, it's like, it's not just one thing. It really can make a bigger butterfly effect. Yeah. Good. So that's mm -hmm. it. That's what we got. We got, you are in control of your responses. And I love that's what you know to be true. So now we have really, really important questions to ask you. 
way more important than universal <laughs> truths. Okay. <laughs> what are you binge watching, reading, or listening to right now? Okay. So this isn't very exciting. I'll be honest, but, um, I'm binge listening to the sports nutrition podcast. <laughs> okay. I just found this girl that I love. So I've listened to like a million episodes of her podcast um, lately um, on the drive in and out of work. But, and this is also really nerdy. I can't believe I'm saying this. Um, (laughs) I have like Harry Styles and Taylor Swift and Miley Cyrus's new albums on repeat. (laughs) This isn't the first time we've heard this. So do not be embarrassed. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) What a relief. (laughs) So Give me like a breakdown of what a sports nutrition podcast looks like. Yeah. So it, the episodes are different. So sometimes she'll have like other sports dietitians on and they kind of share their, their journey to how they got to where they are, which I find like just really inspiring, you know, and I really love to listen to other people's stories. Um, and then she'll have like, you know, former clients that are athletes on there talking about like what they worked on together and how she helped them and, and, you know, what worked for them, what didn't work for them. And then there are some that are just like, um, educational. So she'll talk about like, um, research articles, like scientific studies that she's read. Um, so it's, it's a good mix of a lot of things. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds interesting. Yeah. I love it. Side note. Do you do the Peloton emo ride? Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> Always. That's your number one on the top of your right. yeah. Right. Oh, and you know there's like Coheed and Taking Back Sunday and the used and like Yeah, it's like you're like, I know these bands. Yeah, I love it. It's great. It's sure. fun. It's so fun to like hear people that you like you you know, you know and you're like associated with in class. Yeah. It's like this is so cool. <laughs> Honestly, it makes me want to do it because it just sounds like it would be fun. Oh, it's so fun. Yeah. You really should come over and, and do it. Okay. I'm and other, other things, not just Peloton. <laughs> That's it. That's I visited Brittany in LA. We rode the Peloton. It was amazing. <laughs> oh my God. Can you imagine? <laughs> I love it. Well, other than Harry Styles and, and Taylor Swift, what maybe maybe it's one of these. What would your theme song be? Oh, okay. So the first thing that comes to mind is <laughs> I'm a dork, I think. <laughs> is Justin Timberlake. You that song from um uh oh I'm gosh, bringing sexy I'm back. Is that your... <laughs> <laughs> it's the song from Trolls. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Oh. What is, oh, oh can't stop the feeling. Oh, there you go. Yes. yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We that. listened to that. We just listened to the Trolls theme, you know, uh, the other day because my oh, five-year-old. No so, yeah, we listened to it <laughs> once in a while. Yeah. It's a good, it's a good soundtrack. It's, it's so happy. happy. Yeah. It's so good. It's so happy. And it's yes. so like, no matter what mood I'm in, if that song comes on, I'm sorry, yeah. but I'm dancing and I'm so happy. My daughter's like, oh my God, mom, stop. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love that. Are you guys into the same music or is she like, she's, she's out? Actually, we are. We, we like a lot of the same things, which is great. Cause she, cause I like a lot of different types of music and so does she. Um, and my husband's very like, I like rock and roll and that's it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so it's cool. Cause we get together and listen to whatever we want. <laughs> oh, it's, it's the best. You got to revolt against the 
the men in the house. I'm always like, what is this? This is hurting me. It hurts me physically to listen to this song, whatever this is. Right? Oh my gosh. What hurts Claudia? What is hurting him physically? What's no, it hurts me. His songs oh, hurt me. Oh, oh, <laughs> because they're so angry and scary. And loud. Like they listen to me. I like I like to keep music on at a lower level than the human voice, like a speaking voice. I want it to be like a pad to my life. But for him <laughs> and for Atlas too, our son, it is like it has to break the windows That's yeah how. oh my gosh yeah. me in the car turning down the volume like constantly and adam like turns it up and i turn i'm like i know you have to know your death like you have to yes. know yes right yeah yeah, yeah. but then we're at a, a brewery this weekend and there's literally a jazz band playing like jazz there are all kinds of instruments like probably nobody under the age of 65 in the band and <laughs> and claudio's like i think i need earplugs <laughs> the sound of the brass is like really hitting me in a certain way. And I'm like, my dude. <laughs> they all have their limits. You they, know. Do. Right. they do. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> okay. All right. Again, besides, you know, the music, what else? What other small thing or guilty pleasure do you look forward to when your partner is on the road? Yeah. So I think just spending more time with my kids, kind of going back to like what we were talking about before, when that, when you have your significant other or your husband there, it's not like you have to, right. But it's almost like we stick together as a team and then, you know, we have our little chickens. So <laughs> when he's gone, I have all my attention to give to them, um, which I love it. And I feel like we get to go do more things we get to do exactly what we want right we get to go to the park we get to go get ice cream like it just it almost feels like kind of a mini break <laughs> love my husband don't get me wrong but it's just different it's just it's different, different. Yeah. and then you kind of you know you're in it alone and so you're just gonna like do right go get I'm like same when Adam leaves and I'm like we're going to the food hall you guys can get whatever you want you know? right <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah you don't Make have to be easy. like are you okay with this too? It's like, <laughs> nope, this is what we're doing. We could be adventurous. <laughs> exactly. Yep. That's the first time we've heard that answer on this show, honestly. And it it makes perfect sense. I feel exactly. I've, I've never like thought about it that way, but it makes uh -huh. perfect sense. You don't have to filter it through everybody's yeah. emotional state. <laughs> nope. Exactly. It's all on you, which can be the greatest part of it. Or, you know, at times can be stressful, but it's good to like look on the bright side and be like, I get to decide what we're doing. Haha. <laughs> yes. The yeah. the theme park thing for sure though. My my husband's not like big on theme parks. Mm -hmm. So we actually went to Disneyland last time he was on tour. So I'm like, dad's gone. Let's go to Disneyland. <laughs> so cute. I love Disneyland. And you've got it right there. Yeah. 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 Disneyland and the Universal there are just like they're the perfect amount for a day. It's not right. such an undertaking. I love it. Yeah, they're great. We actually live like five minutes from Universal and haven't been in like <gasps> years, which is wild. <laughs> we live nine hours and we go, <laughs> we go to Universal in Florida like at least once a year. But we love Adam's in too, so it makes it, you know, so it's like, oh, okay. Fun. Yeah, he's into it. He loves the Harry Potter. Yeah. Oh, Speaking yes. of being a nerd, yeah, all in. <laughs> yeah. Great. Cool. <laughs> Not alone. Okay. <laughs> Okay, well, we did it. We did. We, we made it. We did. I'm Ooh. very proud. You were really, you inspired me. I mean, it's it's also a kind of what you, I'm still stuck on, not stuck, but I'm still lingering on what you said about, you know, the seeing the women and wanting their jobs. And I'm like, that's why it's so important to see 
women <laughs> in right? jobs, you know, and like in these fields. And um, I don't know how it is in, in all in, in dietetics or, uh, but it can be in the English department, you know, or whatever, wherever you see uh-huh. these careers, you want to be able to see that next step. Yeah. Reflect. Yeah. Right. That's another thing too. Like I'm always, I just keep wanting to grow and grow and grow. Like for me, I'm always like, okay, what's next? What's next? What's next? So, well, that was fun. You guys. (laughs) (laughs) I hope I get to see you again soon. I know. I hope so. Um, I know what, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm sure it will happen. It will. It will. Yeah, it will. Yeah. (laughs) Do you have any travel plans coming up? Are you Um, so yeah, they're going to Australia and New Zealand, which unfortunately I won't be going to because just like, I don't, like I said before, I don't really trust anyone with my baby yet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, especially being out of the country. Yeah. So far. So I'm not going to go to that this time, but, um, they're doing a U.S. tour in May and June and like into the beginning of July. And I'll go out for a couple weeks then we're actually, I'll be in uh, New York. If you're around. Yes, please. Let's get like coffee or whatever. Yeah. I'll come yeah. to you. Yeah. That would be awesome. <gasps> oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, the redheads. Oh, are you <laughs> kidding me? They're babies. <gasps> Delicious. You just had to pop in. That was so cute. <laughs> so cute. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, I want you to have another one. I know. Oh, yeah. thank you. Thank you. Okay. You're on my team. I love it. <laughs> thank you, baby. Yeah. Oh. Thank you. Misha, how old are your kids? Oh my gosh. 14, nine and five. Oh, I love it. I know. You probably saw Keaton when he was a baby, right? Yeah. 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 It's so funny. I remember like, I have this memory of you walking into the dressing room in New York, actually one time with I think all three of them were there and the one was a baby. And I was like, Oh my gosh, like the cutest family. You just have the cutest family. You're so cute. Um, And I'm like, again, again, I'm like, I want to be like her. Oh (laughs) my gosh. Wow. Made my day. They're cuties. I know I was telling Chandra, it's like, I got that, you know, we got the orthodontist appointment after this. We got dance, you know, lessons. It can be like, it can get to feel pretty full, but yeah. But it gives you something to do. You know, I am like you. I, ha- I have to keep moving as well. I think Chandra's like that too. Yeah, we yeah. got a, the forward momentum. So it does keep yeah. life moving. Yeah. Especially when you're a lover of all things. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, no, I want to have four full-time jobs. Come yeah, on. Right. Get with the program. <laughs> Full circle. Yeah. I love it. Well, thanks right. so yeah. much, Brittany. Yeah, this of course. Great. Thank you guys. Yeah, yeah it was so fun. Bye. Bye.